Hello and welcome. I'm Gabby Pavlovich and you're listening to the Revitalizing Health podcast. Here, we're going to take a deep dive into all things health, whether that's your personal health, the health of your community or your environment. We're going to explore how all of these are interconnected because as you'll discover, you can't have healthy people without a healthy planet. So as we embark on many thought-provoking discussions with people from different backgrounds and fields of expertise, I hope you gain some valuable insight from the conversation. And remember, everything we discuss here is for information and education. So if you need to seek any personalized health advice, please do so with your primary healthcare practitioner. So with that, let's get stuck right into it. Hello, welcome to this episode today. I am reporting from Wurundjeri country uh, here in my usual home studio. So just acknowledging those traditional custodians, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and also paying my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, not just of here, of the Wurundjeri people of the area where I live, but also extending that to the custodians of the region where you're listening to this today. Now, this episode's going to be quite short and sweet, and I kind of am I'm a little bit inspired by the weird and oftentimes unwelcomed transition from the holidays uh, in sort of December, early Jan, to whatever kind of happens after that. You know, you've had some time off, you've had some time to relax, reconnect with people, reconnect with yourself, explore, travel enjoy yourself. And then there's kind of like this come down that happens after that when you come come back from the holidays and you either go back to work or school or uni or whatever it is that you do. And I kind of want to speak to that a little bit and that that kind of almost sort of, it's not even really a transition. It can be quite jarring for a lot of people. It's like, what well, your leave is finished or your holiday's done, bang, you're going back to work. And I kind of, yeah, I want to dismantle that a little bit and see if maybe, maybe can we do it differently? So just a few internal workings of my mind here. So stay for as as long as you wish. Hopefully this is something that helps you or something that resonates with you and you can take it into your own life somehow. Recently, I went to Malakuta. So that is a lovely coastal community up um, the northern path of part the northern part of the eastern coast of Victoria, so it's approaching sort of that the border between Victoria and New South Wales, and it is somewhere where my family has been going for a little while. My extended family have been going there for many many years, and um, this year was the first year I actually went um, because I actually was available to go. Um, and I wasn't, you know, studying, doing exams, doing other things elsewhere. So I thought this would be really fun. And I'm so glad I went because, you know, I only stayed there for a week and ideally I think I'd love to stay there a little longer when I travel there in the future, but it was just what I needed, I think. And it was really great to be able to reconnect with my family and not just my immediate family either to a lot of relatives of mine who I, you know, haven't really had the time to, I guess, 
sit and connect with over a, a duration of time. And it was really, really nice to be able to experience that. And it's been a long time since I've been camping. We went to a, a busy campground in Malacuta and it was just a really wholesome experience. And it it's made me realize I want to do camping a bit more. And I did do a bit of camping um, recently before that, but it was kind of like short stints at a time. And I feel like I would like to do, you know, at least like week long trips and maybe even some longer trips uh, in the future, because it is such a great way to connect with others around you, with nature, with yourself. And camping's a super affordable holiday. So you could probably have more of them throughout the year if that's something that is um, of a concern to you as well. But if you are a camper, you like camping, um, get in touch with me. Let me know. Um, I really like hearing about people's camping trips and their the places where they stay, if they've got any tips about, you know, campgrounds to try or areas to explore and, you know, hike in, swim in, etc. I really enjoy hearing about people's experiences and sharing my own as well. But what I want to share is that, like, I know it can be a really, yeah, like a jarring experience to come back from a trip or come back from some time where you've, I mean, just the general period of like December, early January, you're kind of like doing a lot of winding down of work a lot of the time and then you're switching off and or trying to switch off at least. And then there's this time to actually kind of it's like a sigh of relief, like, oh, the year is done. I can relax. I can ease into this feeling of I've done another year. But again, I'm wanting to challenge it a little bit because we're kind of, we kind of get used to that. And comfort and familiarity is where things become stagnant and it's not where progress happens. It's not where growth happens. That that good stuff, that real fruitful growth development and, you know, self-progress and learning and expanding as a human being happens in those places of discomfort. So how can we dislodge that or, you know, disrupt that idea of, Hustle, hustle, hustle for an entire year, crash at the end, rest for a bit, then just get straight back into the hustle. Is that something that you do? Is it something that you relate to? Is it something that you see in your friends, your family, your colleagues? I think if you're living in the Western world, if you're living in Australia or any other sort of countries where there is definitely this structure of society, work, study, and then play comes only at a certain time of year or, you know, at the end of the school holidays or whatever it is, then you can relate to that kind of timeline. And is it working for you? Are you happy doing that for your entire life until you hit retirement age? Just putting that out there, question for you to ask yourself. I'm going to answer it and say, no, that's for me, me personally. Um, We all make decisions about how we want to work, how we want to live, how we want to study, etc. And different things work for different people. 
but I think it might be a common thing for not everyone, but for a lot of people that when that end of the holiday period comes around, they're kind of dreading going back to work and they're kind of thinking, oh, I wish the holidays lasted longer. So how can we make them last longer? Maybe not like in the literal sense, but how can, I want to ask you today, how can you take what you've felt, what you've experienced, those those pleasant sort of experiences of deep connection, of joy, of relaxation, of enjoying yourself with people around you and good food and drink and uh, place and things that you like doing, which you tend to do more of in the holidays. How can you bring that energy from that time, doing those things into your regular life, into your rest of the year? It doesn't have to be that you are just slugging it out the whole year and then you get to the end and then you crash because I see it all too often and this is what happens in the cycle of burnout. It can happen in different time periods across the lifespan but also across the year itself as a timeline. You know, with teachers and stuff, you can see that it happens over the the school holidays. There's like this cyclical thing. And, you know, a lot of people work through the holidays too in that case, but otherwise there can be this sort of boom bust cycle where you boom when you get this sort of energy and you're like, yep, I'm motivated. I'm really going to do my stuff. And then you kind of overshoot it. And then you bust when you do get a chance to have a break or you're forced to have a break because you have boomed so hard, you've worked so hard, you've studied so hard, whatever. So when I went to Malakuta recently, I only got back a few days ago. Um, I'm recording this on the 18th of January, 2023. Um, I came home and I felt an overwhelming feeling of gratitude walking into my place because although I spend a lot of time here, I can kind of get, I guess, yeah, familiar, comfortable with the space, but it was really nice to come back to it and say, okay, I'm feeling grounded. I'm feeling like I've had my time to reconnect with myself and then come back to this place of like sort of a home base of safety of um, comfort in a way that is like somewhere for me to go when things around get a bit tricky. And this for me was important because at the moment I'm renting and I feel like I tend to complain about the place where I'm staying. And for me to have that gratitude to I'm really loving having this to come back to. It was a change of mindset, a change of perspective that I think was always there, but it was brought out by the fact that I spent time doing the things that I love so that I appreciated things in my life a lot more. And I find that when people lean into that sense of what feels right for them, rather than what they feel obligated to do or what they think might be the right thing to do. When they make those aligned decisions, 
which are often decisions that maybe go against what's expected of you in a professional capacity or when relating with others or whatever. If you're making a decision that says, I need to rest, I need to go on a holiday, I need to do this, do that, not do this, not do that. And when you lean into that and you actually acknowledge that, what your body, mind, spirit needs, then you are able to appreciate things more. And you are able to be more grateful for the things that you have, whether that's possessions, place where you live, people in your life, jobs that you have. You might appreciate your job more, actually, when you come back from a break. Maybe you appreciate it less. Just depends on your experience, right? So what did I experience in Malakuta? I experienced a lot and I loved how much I was in nature and how much I was walking around without shoes on and how much sun I was getting and how much, you know, I was napping throughout the day on the beach and stuff that I would love to do more often. And I thought, if I want to do this more often, how can I make it happen? Rather than thinking, well, holidays are over, I won't be able to do this for a little while now. And then you just come down and that reality hits you in the face really hard. I just want to maybe put that out there. How can you, well, firstly, maybe like if you want to, you can write it down or you can just mentally take a note of it. What are the things that you like doing that fulfill your sense of purpose? Things that also fill your cup that make you feel renewed and regenerated and energetic and happy and excited and enthusiastic about life. What are those things? And sometimes the holidays are what help you to realize what those things are. So what are those things? Write down maybe five or six things that you really, really appreciate and want to really bring into your life. For me, I'll rattle off a few. Connection to nature. So that's going to be for me things like not just time outdoors, but generally, but in a range of different environments, maybe that aren't so urban, that are a little bit, you know, I have to go places to get to, you know, to explore, to travel. Another thing is connection to myself. And I find that for me, connecting to nature is a way that I connect to myself more deeply. So those things are kind of in tune. And in that sort of sense of like, I want to connect more with nature are things like, I want to have more fresh air and I want to make more contact with the ground and I want to interact more with green space trees and things and I want to swim more in the ocean because I know that's really healing physically but also it feeds the soul I think to to have that experience of the sand and the water and those kinds of things are what really fuel me and help regenerate me so connection to nature connection to self creativity So being able to have a creative 
expressive a range of things that I like to do. For me, cracking out the watercolors is a good one. I really enjoy that. Um, and I've started to do it more recently, which I really am grateful for. And I might even uh, share some of those pictures of some of the things I've done. By no, no means, they are not like a crazy beautiful rendition of anything, but they're just the, – I enjoy doing it and um, maybe creativity in some respect is something that helps you to ground yourself, to be into yourself and to calm yourself a bit so that you can deal with life a bit better. Creativity is not just something that helps with resilience, but it's also something that helps with ideas. So if you're suffering, you know, a bit of writer's block or you're trying to do your work and you're finding a bit stagnant and you're like, why is my brain just not working? Try using your hands to do something and try not to think too hard about it. Just kind of jump in and give it a go you know, whether that's playing a sport or doing some kind of artsy or crafty thing, playing an instrument, do something that's a bit more tactile and kind of just let your mind wander and do what it wants to do. And you'll be surprised what kind of ideas and insights you can gain from that. So there are a few things that I would like. So the connection to nature, connection to self, creativity, but also I would like to say connection to people and to purpose. So my common theme here is I just want to be connected, you know. I just want to be connected to people who have a purposeful shared vision. I want to be connected to the nature around me. I want to be connected to myself. I want to have these healthy relationships between the people in my life, myself, and the environment in which I live. And I can sit down and I can think, How do I do that throughout the year? How do I do that on a daily basis? How do I also generate the feelings that I felt while I was away? Now, if you'd also like to write down, if if you've got a pen and paper handy, what are the feelings you felt when you were on holidays? If you had a pleasant holidays or if you do go on holidays whenever you're listening to this episode, When you do have a break, when you do have a vacation or something, what are the feelings you feel when you're there, when you're having a good time? For me, it's rest, relaxation, reconnection, laughter, sleep. (laughs) I guess sleep and rest, probably the same thing. I've said connection a lot, but that's in there. What else do I feel when I'm having a good time away? I just feel deeply connected, whether that is to myself, others, or place, I feel more connected. And that's something that is a shared thing. So write down the words, the emotions that you feel when you're in an ideal place. Maybe you might feel wealthy. Maybe you might feel energetic rather than tired. Maybe you'll feel motivated and enthusiastic 
rather than drained. So those words, those ideal feelings. Now, you can write down the things that help you to get there. What are the things that help you to get to those points of motivation, of enthusiasm? What things bring you joy? What things help you to relax? What things help you to rest? So you can just do a little mind map or something. I think it's better to sort of like map it out with, you know, just a journal or if you want to get colors out and do that, go for it. It's probably easier to do that than to just do it in your mind. But also if you're in the car or walking or something, just be conscious of those things right now and just have a little think and feel into it, those answers to those questions. And you can always come back and do this later. But it's just something I'd like for myself and for you guys to contemplate. How do you kind of channel those feelings into the everyday so that that transition from a holiday or time off into what you consider work or study or what you spend most of your time doing, how do you make that a bit smoother? And how do you make it a bit less jarring? And there is no one answer for this. And this conversation is going to be opened up in a future episode with a guest, and I'm not going to provide any spoilers, but that'll be coming over the next couple of months when we talk about the idea of balance, not just being work-life balance, but how can we just make it life balance? How can we still have that work aspect, but how can we make it more enjoyable and more rewarding so that maybe perhaps we don't even look at it as a work-life balance. We just look at it as just general life balance because I'd like to live a life where the work I'm doing is fulfilling, but I'm not burning out in the process. And some of you may be working in a place, in a position that's not fulfilling. And it's important to ask yourself why that might be the case, to do some inner reflecting. Is this serving me right now? And how can I create the life that I desire? And does it involve me having to make different decisions on a day-to-day basis? So I could keep kind of talking about a lot of things for a little while, but I'll keep it short. But I'd just like to leave you with that question is how do we channel that peace, the relaxation, the joy, the connection that you tend to find when you're having some time off? How do you channel that kind of energy into your daily life? And I'm sure that I will help to answer some of these questions as well in future episodes and in blogs and stuff. But in the meantime, these are questions for you to reflect on. And I hope that it's been helpful. So hope you enjoyed this short little episode and I look forward to bringing you the next one shortly. Until then, be well and take care. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you've gained some value from this episode or any others for that matter, 
I'd encourage you to show your appreciation and gratitude in uh, one or more of the following ways. Firstly, you could rate and or review where you listen to the podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just uh, put a little five star in there or let us know what you thought of it uh, so more people can listen to it as it gets more ratings. Uh, Share on your social channels or even share directly to someone who you think might really like this episode. You can make a direct donation, which you can do by following the link down in the show notes, uh, which will go towards supporting me to organize, produce, and share the valuable content that I provide here. Uh, You could use any of the affiliate links on my website if you're interested in purchasing any of the products or services I've used myself and genuinely recommend, or just send me a DM or an email to let me know what you've gained from listening to the episode. I love hearing from people. Uh, Once again, thank you for taking the time to listen. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. And I'll see you on the next episode. Be well and take care. Bye.